I'm Jim. And I'm Tuck. And this is Beer in the Heart of Texas. A podcast dedicated to reviewing the beers of Texas. And for our episode today, we'll be reviewing two beers from Armadillo Aleworks, located in Denton, Texas. We're going to be reviewing Land Yacht IPA and Idiot's Hill, which is an American ale. And in large part, one of the main reasons why we chose uh, Armadillo Ale Works, it's, it's our local brewery. Uh, we're both uh, located here in Denton, Texas, and we just uh, want to acknowledge that here in, we're recording this episode two during uh, end of August here in 2020, and certainly as all of you know, I mean, we're in the midst of, of a global pandemic that uh, is being felt differently everywhere, but but one thing we have seen in just talking to local breweries is that your craft breweries in Texas, they're hurting right now. And so we wanted to take this opportunity to, to just highlight two beers that uh, have a lot of potential and, and that two beers that uh, we believe you really ought to give it a shot. Yes. And um, just for your local breweries, especially this time, check out and see if they're open. Uh, drive through uh, a lot of places. Some have partnered up with restaurants, liquor stores, uh, bars that have uh, pop-up markets, and they're just trying to get their product out there. So check them out. Try to keep them going. Um, they Absolutely. need this time. This at this point, everybody needs help. So check them out. All right. Thank you, Tuck. And. Uh... To begin this show, as we do with uh, pretty much all our episodes, Tech, uh, what are you drinking? Well, right now I am drinking a beer from, a Mexican beer, uh, Soul. Uh, but I'm actually drinking the Michelada, which is a tomato or clamato uh, mix with their normal beer. Um, I've been drinking Soul... Um, well, the first time I had it was spring break back in college when I went down to Padre, <laughs> and I lived down the street from a Mexican supermarket, and that's where I actually go and buy uh, meats and just, you know, if I don't want to go to Kroger, one of the big box stores, I usually hit, it's the old Piggly Wiggly, and nice. now it's a, a Mexican uh, supermarket, and they have some really interesting beers, so it's served in uh, really big tall boys. And usually when I'm grilling out, I'll have a couple of those because it's just, it's got such a good, different flavor. Mm. Uh, it mixes well, the the tomato and the beer. Uh, what about you? What are you drinking? Well, right now it's sort of a variety. Uh, Tuck, and I, I guess it was mainly inspired by you from our uh, filming of our uh, first episode. Um, one of the things you had said, you had mentioned is that you like uh, during the summer, trying a lot of uh, summer um, special brews. And and so my wife and I were at uh, Kroger not too long ago, and we picked up a six-pack of Shiner um, summer beers. Um, most of them are um, some sort of fruit beer, which I don't normally, tr uh, don't normally drink, but uh, we've had about four or five of the, uh, of the six, and we split them all, and, and, there hasn't been a single bad beer amongst them. Is there one that's standing out to you more than the others? or I think, yeah, I would have to say the one that I've really, really liked, and I'd have to go back and look at, at, at what it was exactly, but it was, a, I want to say, a Blackberry. Okay, another one. Yes, okay. Blackberry. 
and it was it was phenomenal and uh, i would absolutely drink it again tuck before we get to actually reviewing the two beers um let's hear a little bit of background information about the armadillo ale works all right it was started by bobby mullins in 2010 and he actually started brewing in his parents garage and so the, for the first few years he was just brewing up in his parents' garage. And then thanks to a grant from uh, University of North Texas okay. and a Kickstarter campaign, he actually began to distribute small batch sodas first uh, around Denton and North Texas. Actually, yeah, and I've had a few of those sodas. Right now, they're still producing at Armadillo Aleworks. They're still producing three of those sodas. Um, they have a um, lemonade soda that's called Bee's Knees. They have a root beer sarsaparilla type called uh, Swiggy Fizz. And they have a third that's uh, their take on ginger ale called Clawfoot. I've had the ginger ale. I really liked it. And you just let me try the Bee's Knees. Uh, what about you? Have you tried all three? Or I just two? tried the Swiggy Fizz and the Bee's Knees. Like them both. They're outstanding. I mean, if and it's one of those things that, yeah, if you go to the brewery... Um, when you can sit down and just enjoy a drink with your family, well, there's there's a couple options there for the kids, too. That's awesome. Um, so after he uh, began uh, distributing sodas, he started brewing beer at Deep Ellum Brewing Company, but it was his own beer. And then in 2018, uh, he was able to open up uh, at the location that they are currently in. It's on Bell Avenue in Denton, Texas. And if you're familiar with Denton, it is right next to Morrison's Corn Kits, which is sort of the Hollywood side of Denton. Absolutely. It's where they make cornbread meal, and they have just a giant Morrison's on top of their uh, their thing. So you can find it. If you can't find the brewery itself, just look for Morrison's and look below it, and it's pretty much right there. Absolutely. Uh, the They have both a tap room and a coffee shop. It's a great space. I know you've been quite a few times. Yeah, my wife and I have enjoyed going to the tap room. Obviously, this was uh, pre-COVID, but uh, just a great, a great location, great uh, space inside. A lot of uh, large, large picnic benches and uh, comfortable chairs, couches. Um, they have a small stage, so they have live music. They have outdoor seating. It's it's just a great space for. Whether it's just couples or, or even a whole family. That's that's fantastic. I do have one question. When you're sitting there, can you see all of the beer making equipment from where you're sitting? Or do they have tours? Uh, do you know? Um, you really can't see much. You you cannot see much of the beer making equipment. There's a, a couple doors that you get a, a quick glance as the beeristas um, go through in and out. But... Uh, Really, realistically, no, you don't get a very good glance of uh, the process of the and what they do behind the scenes. Um, in terms of tours, you know, I've I've not seen anything about that. I, I failed to ask, sadly, but uh, right, I'm not sure. A tap room that's only been open for a couple of years. They have a very impressive selection of beers. Jim, why don't you uh, tell us what year-round beers they have? Absolutely, they have they have several. Let me uh, start with Amber Ale. Uh, they also produce Green Belt, Honey Please. Honey Please is uh, it's a great beer. It just uh, let me mention that's my wife's favorite beer. Uh, she's not a huge fan of beer, sadly, but uh, it is her very very favorite. Um, they also produce Idiot's Hill, 
Land Yacht, Scrappy Boy, and Tropical Squeeze. They also produce um, seasonal beers as well as limited editions. Oh, the limited editions, um, they have a Cosmic Yacht IPA. They like to take the Land Yacht and kind of experiment with it. We'll talk about some of the different ones that they do when we review Land Yacht. Um, Brunch Money, which is a very interesting uh, ale. It's a breakfast ale. It's got coffee, vanilla. Mm. It, it's actually really good. Um, I wasn't sure about it when I first tried it, but I, I liked it a lot. And then Quaker Town Stout, which is one of the best stouts that I've had. It's really flavorful. Sometimes you can get some that are kind of flat mm-hmm. at the end, but this one, great flavor all the way through. And just uh, let me mention too, of their limiteds, uh, one of them my wife and I had, and actually I've now purchased several bottles of it. It's uh, it's called Honey Please with a cherry on top. This is a, uh, a spring beer that they produce um, that uh, what they do, they ferment cherries for several months and they add that to the uh, Honey Please. It jacks up the ABV to over 10%. It has a very distinct, unusual flavor. It's just, it's it's a phenomenal beer if if you're willing to try it. It's on my list to try. I have a bottle at home. I haven't opened it yet, but uh, it's definitely going to be open soon. And I also want to talk about something that they have that I was not sure about, but I've I love it. And this is fairly new, right? It's uh, brand new. Uh, it came out, I want to say, at the beginning of the year. Uh, it's Rio Fresco. It's their hard seltzer. Um, they have, uh, they've had four flavors, uh, watermelon limon, uh, blood orange hibiscus, pineapple mango, and agave lime. I have had all of them. I am not a hard seltzer fan, and I have really enjoyed them. It's not overly sweet. It's just got a good flavor. Um, the agave lime reminds me of a Topo Chico with a touch of lime. I know the other night we were playing uh, glow-in-the-dark bocce ball yes. and, and the golf course. And um, that's what I was drinking, and it was perfect. Um, they do have a brand new flavor that I will never try, but my wife wants me to get her a six pack, and that is Rio Fresco Dill Pickle. Oh my! So I I will let her try that, and I may try a sip. But I yeah, that one's that one's hard to imagine. Who knows? I've liked all the other ones. So. I'm guessing that you'd you'd love it or you would not care for it. It's and I think probably it's, not anything in between. I think it's if you like pickles or not. <laughs> Besides having a great selection of beer, uh, they also have won quite a few awards. Uh, Jim, do you want to tell us about some of those? Yeah, it's it's one of the things that really stands out to me about Armadillo Ale Works is that for a relatively young brewery, they've won so so many awards. Um, let me mention a couple of them. Number one, Honey Please has won uh, a series uh, of medals and awards. The most notably, they won a gold medal in the honey beer category at the 2018 World Beer Cup. Very, very impressive. And and so, yeah, Honey Please. If 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 you haven't tried it, it's absolutely worth giving it a shot. And maybe your wife should give him an award since she doesn't like beer and yes. really likes that one. Yes. And uh, a second beer, uh, Green Belt. It actually won the silver medal at the American Specialty Wheat category in the 2019 U.S. Open Beer Championship. And so, just those two. I mean, very, very impressive. Like I said, for a, a young brewery. Uh, 
what else have they won, Tuck? What other awards? Um, a couple other ones. Uh, besides, there there are quite a few. We're just hitting some of the highlights. But the Amber Ale won the sil- silver medal at the in the Amber Ale category at the 2019 Best Little Brew Fest in Texas. And the Quakertown Stout uh, won gold at the 2014 Great American Beer Festival in the Imperial Stout category. And um, well-deserved, because like I said, that is one of my favorite stouts. Tuck, for the first beer we're reviewing for uh, Armadillo Ale Works, we started with the Land Yacht IPA. We just opened the cans, poured them out, um, in fact, had our first sip. Uh, before we get to uh, how they taste, what they look like, tell us a little bit about um, what is a land yacht? Well, first of all, a land yacht is an old, giant American car. Your Cadillac, Oldsmobile, like from the 60s and the 70s. Um, a lot of times they're they're very synonymous with like uh, the old TV show Dallas. Yeah. Um, in fact, on the can... Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but there is a picture of one with the bullhorns on the on the hood, like there should be. Um, the beer itself, it is a hoppy ale with tropical citrus flavors, and they use, as they put it, a boatload of hops, including Centennial, Citra, Mosaic, Azaka, Columbus, Simcoe, and Cascade. Um, I've made beer before, and Citra and Cascade are two of my favorites when I've made them. They are very hoppy, and you can definitely taste them. And like I said before, or one of us said before, uh, they do uh, take this as a base and make specialty beers from it. Right. They have Cosmic Yacht, which right now is a double IPA, and then they've had Yacht Club 1.0 through 4.0, and they basically just experiment Trying different flavors, different tropical flavors, and maybe instead of a bunch of hops, just a lot of one type of hops. Um, they are limited edition, so when they're out, you need to get one and definitely try it because it's some very interesting flavors. Yeah, and uh, that's very, very true. And just two things about uh, about Land Yacht before we uh, go into our ratings. Land, Land Yacht's ABV is... 7.3 and their land yachts IBU is uh, 75. And so both of those kind of interesting levels. Um, Tuck, shall we get to the uh, our review of the beer? I say let's begin. Okay. So our first uh, category that we do, it's worth five points, is a five points a piece. Right. It is the label. How does the can look? Uh, Armadillo does cans. Um, a few bottles for their specialty ones, uh, like uh, Honey Please with Cherry on Top. Right. But for the most part, it's cans. Um, and one of the things, too, if you see uh, you're at a, uh, a liquor store or, uh, you know, a Total Wine and, and, uh, or such, and you see an Armadillo uh, product... One of the things you probably will notice most is their their cans will stand out. They're fairly distinct. Definitely. Um, they do, uh, with the artwork, spread it around on who designs it. Uh, they've had some people in-house, some local artists in Denton. Um, they, refer to, um, they refer to some of their employees as baristas, since there's a coffee shop and a tap room. Uh, right. two, of the, two of the designs have been made by baristas, 
Yes. Beeristas, sorry. And um, some local artists. So uh, they are really eye-catching. Yeah, and if uh, if you didn't catch, as Tuck described it earlier, the can itself um, has uh, what's clearly a 70s uh, era um, land yacht, uh, just a huge old American car with uh, um, prominently displayed longhorn, uh, the horns up front. Sort of the old boss hog look, I suppose. Yes, that's just what I was thinking. And it clearly says a boatload of hops, and they are not kidding about that. Uh, not at all. Um, on the back, it's got their logo, uh, which is it stands out. Um, and then there's a little description of it. Uh, and so, uh, Tuck, uh, for the uh, site, just the appearance of the label and of the can, um, out of five points, how many uh, points does, uh, does Lanyat uh, receive from you? I'm going to give it a four. Uh, first of all, and we didn't mention this, the colors of it, I really like. It's, uh, I would say, a sunset. Right. Or And it's, it's, it's some pink and some blue with the white land yacht on it. And the sueros in the background. It's, it's fairly distinct. Yes, and I'm not going to lie. It is very much a boss hog type car. <laughs> and I've always wanted one. Um, my wife would not let me put um, <laughs> the horns. I did find a pair. She would not let me put them on my Ford Escape, so I'm still disappointed about that. Excellent, excellent. Jim, uh, what what about you? What? Uh, how many points would you give it? You know, I'm right there with you. I, I love the can. It's 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 set apart by the colors, by the design work of the uh, just the imagery with the old automobile. But uh, I would give it a four as well. On to uh, part two, the uh, after the pour, um, the second uh, second criteria that we evaluate these uh, beers with is uh, just its appearance in the glass. Just to, to note, uh, just a reminder, the, these pictures of the, both the cans and the uh, beer after the pour will appear on our website. But Tuck, uh, what did you think? How does it look? It is definitely a cloudy IPA, which I like. Um, you can definitely see, I don't know the technical term, uh, floaties. Uh, they're not settling, which <laughs> no, is they're very not. nice. They're just throughout it. Um, it. It looks good. It had a good, nice pour. Right. Um, I, would, I would give it a four again. Okay. Uh, Jim, what about you? Um. You know, for similar reasons, uh, you know, it had a good uh, head um, of foam after the pour. It, it uh, I like that it's uh, that it's cloudy in nature. That doesn't, you know, uh, set me off and 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 frighten me. Um, after the the initial pour, yeah, I, I too, I'm I'm right there with you. I would give it a four, which you know is it's that's impressive for an IPA. And I guess we should add um, the aroma. Yes. Um, and I don't know if you knocked it off any points. I know you don't enjoy the smell of IPA. Did that affect yours? I love the smell, so that did not. It did. It lowered it from a five to a four. I'm not a huge, uh, when uh, it's overly hoppy, the smell or the taste that tends to be a turnoff for me. I'm not a huge fan of just that uh, to excess. See, I love it. I, I know. Just love I that smell. know. 
So we both gave it a four for a look in the glass. Uh, how about taste? Um, taste, I love the flavor. Uh, the, the, the boatload of hops is a phenomenal uh, combination. And I do like an IPA with tropical fruit, uh, fruit flavors in it. Um, if it's done right. And this one's done very well. Um, I could sip on these all night. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm giving it the full five. Um, full ten. Ten. We've changed up the scoring since we started this already. Oops. So it is ten points, not oh. five. I am giving it a full ten. Points. The full ten. Excellent. What about you? You know, as I think you probably could tell from... Uh, what I think about its its smell, it's I'm not a huge IPA fan in general. I don't drink too many IPAs, um, and so Lanyat I would give it a seven, and to me that's uh, that's indicative. This is a pretty good beer. Um, a seven from me for an IPA. I'm I'm impressed. Uh, this is a very smooth tasting. Um, uh, IPA normally, normally what I really, probably the thing I dislike most about an IPA is the, uh, the taste on your palate, uh, that doesn't seem to fade away. It seems to just linger and stays there and it's somewhat bitter. It's somewhat, it's, it's that hoppiness to it. And that's not the case with, uh, with Land Yacht. It, it goes down fairly smooth and just, uh, progressively. I think it's like you said, it's, what it is is that uh, the citrus flavors. It's sort of this this subtle sweetness to it. When I first my initial uh, sip, yes. it was the the hoppy bitterness. But then there was some nice sweetness underneath. I could taste on the the back of my palate, the back of my tongue, mm-hmm. and it had a great aftertaste to me. Right. Um, but I really love IPAs, so I like that aftertaste. But it wasn't too bitter. It wasn't over hop. It was the perfect amount of hops, in my opinion. Okay. All right. And the final question, Tuck, is it a Texas beer? Worth five points. What would you say? Five points. Just checking it on the points. Just checking. Um, I give it a four. The car to me um, just reminds me of the old, like I said, the show Dallas Mm-hmm. Uh, where they had these big oil fields, cattle, and they're driving around in these Cadillacs. Um, it just the 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 color palette also reminds me. I mean, it's, it's it looks like West Texas. Um, I I really like it. To me, it's Texas. What about you, Jim? Um, for me, is it a Texas beer? I would give it a three. Okay. Um, and for many of the reasons you cited, I sort of would knock that against it. Um, the imagery I see on the can reminds me more of, uh, Southern and central Arizona, um, where I spent a few years growing up. And so the Saguaro in the background, the colors of the sky, it it looks very much like, uh, um, more of a, more of a, uh, Arizona sunset minus the mountains. And so um, I would give it a three. And so uh, we weren't doing the math, Tuck, but if I can just add it up quickly. I'm going to let you do that because (laughs) we all know I'm terrible at that. All right. Let me uh, come up with it. That was uh, 
Oh my Let's god. See. There was eight points. Eight points. For the, the appearance the, of the can. Appearance of the can. Um another eight points. Another eight points. If correct me if I'm wrong, that's sixteen. That is true. And then I gave it a ten for taste. You gave it a seven. Yes. That is seventeen. Yes. And lastly, is it a Texas beer? I gave it a four. And I gave it a three, so seven points total. As I have it, we had eight, and so then eight more for a total of 16. Taste uh, 17 more, so that takes us up to 33, and seven more takes us to 40. Does that sound about right, Tuck? That looks right on the piece of paper you wrote it all down on, so yes. We'll go with that. All right. For our second beer today that we're reviewing, Idiot's Hill, um, Tuck, uh, I feel it would be fairly appropriate since you live there. Um, tell us about Idiot's Hill. How did it get its name? What's it all about? Idiot's Hill um, is a neighborhood in Denton, Texas. Officially, its name is Nottingham, but no one calls it that. It is Idiot's Hill. Uh, there are two reasons, according to Denton lore. Uh, no one knows for sure, but there are two two reasons. The first one is the soil is so bad on Idiot's Hill itself and the surrounding area you would have to buy, be an idiot to buy a house there. Um, and for the record, the houses have been built, being built there since the 60s, uh, 60s, 70s. Even today, they're adding on to the edges of the neighborhood. The second reason, and my personal favorite reason, okay, Denton has two colleges, uh, University of North Texas and Texas Women's University. And when they, the neighborhood first started, and even now, uh, it is a lot of the professors... Uh, own houses in Idiot's Hill. And so it just got the sarcastic nickname um, of Idiot's Hill because there were so many professors that lived there. And I do want to give a special shout out to the official Facebook game on the Idiot's Hill Facebook page. It's called Fireworks or Gunshots. Oh, no. Where you hear a noise and immediately people start asking, was that fireworks or gunshots? I will go ahead and let you know. It's always fireworks. There are no gunshots, um, but it is something me and my wife like to laugh about a lot because anytime there's noise, it's a gunshot to some of the people. So uh, great reading on the Facebook page. And how often is that, Tuck? Uh, just have to ask. Well, if it's around some of the more elderly <laughs> uh, streets with a lot of more elderly people, the gunshots are quite frequent. Gotcha. Uh, usually someone says, no, it's a bunch of kids. Uh, there's a lot of kids in the neighborhood. It's a great neighborhood. Um, so anyway, enough about the legendary Idiot's Hill. Jim, why don't you tell us a little bit about the beer itself? Uh, what kind of beer? All of that good stuff. All right, Tuck. It's, it's a strong American ale and uh, emphasis on the word strong. It, it has a wonderful appearance that we'll get to later, a wonderful taste. We'll get to that later. But uh, it's, it has a very good balance of the malt, of the hops. Uh, it, well, we'll get to, I don't want to get into too much our, our ratings, but uh, let me just add um, one of the things you'll notice, um, as Tuck did when he first sipped Idiot's Hill, its ABV is 9.0. The IBU for Idiot's Hill is eight is eighty, and, and so uh, what you what stands out to me what what you notice is the high um, alcohol content. It's noticeable. 
it is, but it, it works for this beard. We'll get into that more when we get to taste. Absolutely. Uh, it's not a, a overly alcohol-tasting beer. No, no. Um, especially for that ABV. Tuck, how about the, uh, the label? Its appearance, uh, you want to describe briefly what it looks like uh, and your overall thoughts as well as your rating. Yes, it is a very... Um, it's a play on uh, the suburban neighborhood that is Idiot's Hill. It is a picture of a man's head with a house growing out of the top. Uh, their slogan for this one is, it's stupidly good. Um, again, because of the Idiot's Hill. I, um, I like the colors. It's a, just a nice uh, lawnmower on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I give it... I give it a, a, a five, actually. Uh, maybe I'm biased because it is my neighborhood, but it does uh, just give that suburban feel to it. Jim, what about you? You know, Tuck, I actually give it a five as well. I didn't know that I would. I'm, I'll, I should have. I'm a huge fan of the can. I When I first saw it uh, at a local establishment, I, I was drawn to it immediately. I, and I didn't know the lore related to Idiot's Hill. I certainly, I don't live there, but uh, it's it's fabulous. The colors are distinct. Um, the, the fellow's head with the house on top of it, it it's very unusual, very noticeable. And uh, yeah, it, it sets it apart. And I, I do want to remind everyone, we have pictures of all of these on our website, on our Facebook page. So if you want to take a look at what we're talking about at the can, especially if you're not familiar with Denton, uh, it will be on there, and you can take a look at it. I I say check it out. And the, how about, uh, secondly, Tuck, the look in the glass? This was, I, I just have to say, it was a beautiful-looking beer. Um, just. I know what you mean. I, I almost can't put into words how beautiful it is without, <laughs> um, it, it is a perfect, malty, caramely, uh, brown that just it's inviting to right. to take a drink. Um, it it looks like a beer should look. Um, again, there'll be pictures of it. Um, I'm not really painting a good word picture because I'm just almost taken away with just how perfect it looks. Um, so I'm giving it a one. I'm kidding. I'm giving it a five. Okay. Uh, it's it's if I could give it more, I would. Jim, what about you? Well, let's start. I gave it a five as well. Um, I, I agree. When I uh, order a beer that I've never had before, I want it to look something like this. It, it was a deep, deep amber. Um, it the foam. It had a medium foam, uh, but it was uh, slightly caramelized uh, foam color. Uh, but no, just the, uh, the beer itself, its appearance was phenomenal. Uh, it, it leads you to anticipate just the, the great flavors that you're about to consume. And so, yeah, I give it a five. So 10 points total on its appearance. Before we move on, uh, the aroma, the aroma, it, uh, it was fabulous. It I was. Agree. It didn't uh, overpower you in in the way in which Land Yacht does with the hops. The aroma was uh, more of a balanced aroma. You know, they they talk about that. It's a, a, they emphasize the balance between the hops and the malt, and and you you smell that. 
before that first taste. And, and so that's appealing. Yes. Um, taste, Tuck, uh, what did you – let's start with the score. What did you uh, give Idiot's Hill for taste? I am giving it a nine. Um, I love the taste. Uh, it was very malty. Um, I am only taking it down by one point because I would like a little more hops. But that is me. That is my personal opinion. I love a good hoppy beer. But every once in a while, when I want just one that's more malt, uh, this is this is the one I go for. Um, the taste of it, it is very smooth. It is very flavorful. Um, there are uh, just a lot of different tastes as you drink it. Right. Um, it's not just one note. It's not just one flavor. It's a lot of different flavors. Aftertaste is exceptional. Right. Jim, what about you? Uh, Tuck, I gave the taste a 10. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that uh, there aren't too many of those. I acknowledge that. And, and there probably shouldn't be. But Idiot's Hill, is, it's, it's up there. It's uh, it just re- tasting it again. And I've had it once, maybe twice before. It reminded me that this is a beer that needs to be in my refrigerator. Um, I would say that uh, just echo everything you mentioned. Plus, I would simply just add that, uh, yeah, the thing that stands out about Idiot's Hill to me is that not only the taste is, is that solid and that... Uh, diverse but that that the taste that's left in your in your on your palate um as you drink it it, it's very very good it's it's smooth it uh i you know as you mentioned the hoppiness that you you enjoy i don't really particularly enjoy that as much and so idiot's hill is just that perfect perfect balance of yes you can taste it a little bit but the malt is probably the slightly more dominant flavor. The slightly more, it just, it creates a smoothness and, and just a very enjoyable beer to drink. I, I think this really shows that Armadillo has beers for everyone. If you like your hoppy beers, right. they have it. If you like your malty beers, they have it. If you like your let's be adventurous and really go out there, they have those too. Uh, finally. Is it a Texas beer? I'm going to let you take this one first. A Texas beer, to me, that's a very difficult question. Um, You know, I I don't uh, easily arrive at this number, but I'd probably rate it a three. Um, There are elements. um, Certainly the the facet, I would almost say it's more of a Denton beer. Um, to me, it reminds me just this. There's several elements of it that are sort of that represents Denton fairly well, but uh, that's not all of Texas. And so, is it a Texas beer? I would give it a three. Um, Tuck, how about you? This one hurts. I am going to give it a two, uh, basically for the same reasons you said. I love this beer. Um, but there's nothing about the, the label. There's nothing about it that just screams, this is Texas. Um, if you know Denton and you're right, this, this is a Denton beer. If you know Denton, it, it would be 
a five because it is right. the most. If we were reviewing just Denton beers, is this a Denton beer? This would be the Denton beer. But this is is it a Texas beer? So unless you're familiar with the whole Idiot Hill and all of that, it's it's to me. I, I want to get. I'm not going to lie. I want to give it the highest marks on everything, but it's just not Texas enough for me. Um, so let's uh, add these point totals up. Grand total for Idiot's Hill is a 44. Uh, what did it get in each category just overall? Sight and label, just its overall appearance in the can. Um, 10, five points from each of us. The look and appearance in the glass. Um, we each gave it a five, so 10 points total for that. It's overall taste. Um, how does it taste initially as well as a little later on? We gave it a 19, which I think that's the highest we've reviewed any beer. It, or is it tied with Shiner? Might be tied. It but might be tied. We may have to go back and check that one. And then is it a Texas beer? Five points. So for a grand total, 10, 10, 19, and 5. My uh, limited math skills say that's a 44. We're slightly behind Shinerbach. But higher than Land Yacht IPA. And much higher than Lone Unstar. Star. Um, the... Oh, well. <laughs> yes. All right, Doug, to uh, wrap up episode two, uh, just a couple things. Uh, just please remember, uh, folks, in, uh, in the times we have right now, please support your local Texas breweries. We want to give a special mention to a, uh, a particular individual at Armadillo Aleworks that helped us out a great deal. Um, we'd like to really thank Madison Mercer. She's the events coordinator, among other things. She she does quite a bit out there. Uh, she she really helped out. Spent a lot of time getting us the information, recommending beers, just just helping us out. Uh, recognizing that we are still pretty new at this, and and was was generally a Wonderful person to talk to and get all this information. Absolutely. Thank you again for listening to Beer in the Heart of Texas. And before we go, we'd like to thank a couple of people. First of all, Jeff Blankenship for creating the music heard in the podcast and friend of the podcast, Michael Vick, for helping us with all the technical support and advice. And let's not forget, we need to support our local breweries. And please tip your bartenders well, for they're doing the Lord's work.